Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> no one's going to get that song. No. That's okay. That's okay. I Lied, I Love You by Long Pigs is... You know, have, have you noticed there's this big Britpop revival? Like, it's all over my, my read indeed. Is it over your read indeed? All these articles going on about Britpop. I think it's because, like, Blur and Pulp are touring and that. It's fair enough. The great Britpop band that none of you have heard of was Long Pigs. Go and listen to the second Long Pigs album, Mobile Home. It is one of the five greatest albums of all time. It's very, very good. It's so good. Also, if this is of interest to any of you, the lead singer-songwriter Crispin Hunt was very tasty back in the 90s and early 2000s. Uh, I have not seen a recent photo of him, so he's I still can't quite, comment. He's still quite handsome. The bones are good, the right? Bo- the bone the, structure's nice. Yeah, the bones are extraordinary. I, I once made the foolish mistake of challenging him to see who could attract the interest of more ladies in one evening. I lost. Very, very badly. See, when you tell that story, I gross. hear you you were very attracted to him, and the two of you had a little bit of a... Brideshead revisited kind of thing we, we between did, you. We did stand alongside each other and do our do our hair in the same mirror, along with Ian McCulloch from Mecca and the Bunnymen. It sounded th- like you said Mecca and the Bunnymen. <laughs> Can you imagine the three of us in a row all teasing our hair up? A little bit of back combing. <laughs> Giving in the nineteen nineties. <laughs> Good. The nineties are back. The nineties are back. Yeah. Um, we're back too, and so is ninety day fiance UK. Ninety da fuck. This is blighty day fiance. This is our the jewel in our crown. Mm-hmm. 
um, this is our reason for getting into podcasting, really, because we thought foolishly perhaps that we could lend our personal experience and uh, unique perspectives yeah. to this program because it was either that or episode six of season two of the bear not our remit let's move forward yeah not our remit we do reality tv shows uh mainly ones about love and dating right yeah in fact right. we are the only we are the only married mm-hmm. heterosexual mm-hmm monogamous international transatlantic Mm -hmm. couple Mm. living in london living in london who do who podcast uh reality show after shows right there isn't another one but we are also the best one yeah yeah and the worst and the worst, yeah. That's the that's the problem with being only. It is the problem with being only. Um, some people think we're the worst because um, we are filthy, imperialistic London stands who think that anything that isn't London is awful. I would like to go on the record that London is a shithole and I don't like London. I mean, look, some bits are gorgeous, right? But even the gorgeous bits are full of dicks. Um, I'm not a big fan of London. Before you get into that, (laughs) I just want to say the reason we make those distinctions, it's an old habit that came from when we covered Sister Wives last year. And we felt like we had to make all those qualifiers. Mm. If you are none of those things, we love you. Some of those things, we love you. Some of those things, any of those things, we love you, we support you, we are allies, and we care, and this... You know, you are welcome into our community, especially Statler. Please respond to my DM. I will leave my husband for you, especially (laughs) if you're less annoying than he is. But I'm not sure that's true. We love Statler. A few people don't like Statler. Those people are... Those people are wrong. They're wrong. Yeah, they're wrong. They're wrong. They're just wrong. I went off on one um on our facebook group blighty day bays uh b l i g h t y b a e s you are most welcome um blighty yeah. day bays it, gotta it, keep the day in that's right forgive me um <laughs> anyway sorry go back to uh clearing up what i think is a pernicious rumor that will not die until we put it to rest <laughs> well that we think london's better than ever else. yes it's ridiculous london is probably one of the worst places in the united kingdom um if i could live anywhere in the uk i think bristol is the perfect mixture of town and country it's gorgeous yep. and people are lovely um but there's loads there's loads of places i love manchester i have enjoyed my time in liverpool but i have a love-hate relationship with it i really like everywhere i've been in scotland i truly truly do um and hlandidno in north wales is probably after delphi in greece the most beautiful place in europe i've never been to wales isn't that horrible yeah hlandidno is just mind-blowingly i mean i say you're like the west coast of ireland is pretty fucking good too there's some gorgeous places on these little islands. Um, so, look, I, I, in no way do I think um, that, that London is better. I don't think it looks better. I think the people are generally pretty horrible. Um, in fact, I think the people in London might be the worst 
en masse, like as like individuals are individuals, right? But en masse, the general vibe among the people is about as bad as it gets. I can't think of a place where people are more like isolated, more to themselves. And if they do interact with other people, it's usually a little bit aggro, right? I think that London is a brilliant place to be if you're very, very, very wealthy. Yeah. Or even just very wealthy. Yeah. And it didn't used to be that way. No. It used to be a great place to be if you were a student. An artist. An artist yeah. or very, very wealthy. Yeah. And now it's only a nice place to be if you're very wealthy. We are here for reasons beyond our control. And we wouldn't be if we didn't nope. have to be. Okay. Nope. At the same time, at the same time, we appreciate the gifts we are given, and we have to make the best of our lot. Okay, we're not asking anybody to feel sorry. Yeah, it's for not us. that bad. Um, <laughs> um, but just because I can find things to criticize about London doesn't mean that I can't find things to criticize about lots of places. And I'd like to think that we can all do that without taking it personally. Yes, I certainly don't take it personally if someone says something mean about London. Um, I did get in a bit of a dispute with the rapper Warren G about this once, who was like, you know, the golden rule is you can never diss your hood. It turned out the Warren G has never been to Stanmore, which is where I was living at the time. And even Warren G agreed that he was speaking out of ignorance. I hear that. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. Yeah. So it's fine to diss your hood. It really is. Look, you know it better than anyone else. We rubbed people the wrong way yeah. because we were asked in the first season to come up with analogous uh, American or North American places, I should say, to help people um, kind of get more of a feel for what the locations were like. Now, it is not our fault that the locations, <laughs> broadly speaking, in season one were um, not the nicest places that that the UK has to offer. But it's again, different this What do year. we mean by nicest? That's the thing. Because you have like, you have the aesthetics. Sure. You have the people. Yep. You have the culture. Right? I'll, I'll and, say, all right, so let's start with Rotherham, right? Rotherham voted itself the worst <laughs> place to live in the UK. And that is a particularly British thing. Like, generally speaking, we, we don't get upset about that because it's banter. It's ball breaking, right? It's fine. It's fine. It's how people it's relate to each other here. If, if you, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't have the energy for any of the rest of that. But I think some Americans might find it a little bit strange because in my experience, Americans are very, very, um, not parochial, but like very devoted to where they're from. I think more. More than it. But again, maybe that's just a London thing. It's not just a London thing, though, because you hear Irish people, you know, cracking gags about Ireland all the goddamn time, right? I think I think there are certain parts of America, which, by the way, is a huge, huge country, yeah. um, where, yeah, people are like, don't fuck with yeah. Pittsburgh or whatever, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, Chicago is a big one. People, I have never met someone who is from or lives in Chicago that doesn't entirely define themselves. Uh, define themselves. Philly? Uh, 
less of that. Hmm. No, I'm lying. That's not true. There's <laughs> there's a lot of pride with that. Yeah. I don't think that look, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's fine. The the weird thing to me that doesn't exist here is the places that I have lived in America, okay, which is not in most of it, which is mostly the East Coast and Mid-Atlantic, right? right? Yeah. Uh, people are very proud of their distant um, countries of origin, sure. if you like. Mm-hmm. So if you are... Hey, I've been to Boston. Yeah, yeah. then I don't have to to say anything right and when i came here it was an adjustment to have people <laughs> or to not have people immediately say i'm polish i'm yeah, irish yeah, yeah, no, i'm yeah. do you know what i mean yeah, and it's yeah, like well yeah. are you polish or are you polish like seven generations back hey, which is fine you can be what you want to be you want to define yourself as... You can identify as, however you want. However you want to identify. Um, so I think that's our little rant for the day. Um, I am an equal opportunity cynic. Um, except I'm... Hmm. I think cynicism is a good thing. Like, cynicism is... No, we're not going to do that. It's time to talk about the show. <laughs> I'm not a skeptic. We're going to put a pin in that, okay? Okay. All right. So let's talk about Shane and Mert. First of all, Shane. Shane. Goddess that you are. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for leaving us a comment on our YouTube channel. I am utterly verklempt. I have no idea even how to respond. The fact that... The, the distant hem of your garment has touched... Uh, Such lovely garments, too. Yes. What a well-dressed lady she is. Yeah, we're... Look, we make no representations about being impartial. We nope. we love Shane. Nope. Okay? When we love people, we love them. Yeah. Yep. You are very close to joining the Katie and Alejandro Club. Don't fuck it up now. Um, I don't think that she would be the one out of the two of them to f- to fuck it up. It would appear not. Um, it was Shane's birthday. She wants to go out with the girls, have a couple of drinks. And then maybe a few more. And then maybe a few more. As it happens, there are people of different genders who occupy public houses and bars and clubs all across this great nation. We're not segregated. Sometimes they walk behind you. Sometimes they walk behind you. Sometimes they'll be in a photo, whether you've spoken to them or not, whether they've asked if they can be in the photo or not. Um, You might as well sleep with them. If you're going to let them walk behind you, you might as well. Now, now. Uh, Something occurred to me, and I can accept this being a bad take, but just... (laughs) to, I don't know, again, trying to build bridges here rather than burn them. Um, Is it possible that Mert is projecting fears onto Shane? I think, uh, yes. I I thought that. I I actually did think that. It's like, you have too many drinks, Mm -hmm. you might get beaten up. Yeah. You've got to keep your wits about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think there might have been a tiny bit of that, and I think it might have possibly 
have been edited to look like it was something else? I don't know. Tell us, Shane. You were there for the whole conversation. Yeah, look, I... I kind of have that feeling. I'm confident that that jealousy is an element there, but I also felt, and I could be wrong, that Mert, as a queer person in a country in which that is not a widely accepted or legally accepted uh, way of being, that you instinctively are looking over your shoulder all the time. For sure. Right? And so I think when the person that you love, like I... Has got people over their shoulder. Well, it's it's like when I fly back to the U.S. and I'm at the airport and then all of a sudden there are Uzis everywhere. Yeah. It's a period of adjustment where I go, oh, right, I'm not... I'm not safe from mass shootings. <laughs> yeah, like I've I've done some pretty daft things in the US because I've behaved there like I would behave here. Shocking. I remember a few evenings in Detroit where people were like you 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 really can't be here. <laughs> you just don't don't be here right now. Uh and and I'm like but I just gallivant around with my little head in the clouds, la, 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 everything's fine, and not understanding that sometimes things are different in different places, you know. And sometimes that's good, and sometimes it can be a bit dangerous. So I think that he has, he's triggered by that, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, I mean, one of our, one of our dear friends, um, who is living in a southern state was telling us uh when she was over here for a visit that there are sundown towns where she yeah, lives and yeah. she doesn't feel safe and and cannot be after a certain time of day so yeah. it it's not uncommon and and so we got it too right of it's, course. it's not just turkey like different kinds of people are not safe in different kinds of places that's right yeah or different having, neighborhoods having said that i reckon shane can handle herself i would not i mean then this isn't it certainly isn't like a, a trans thing but it's like she is so fucking confident look we can all be the victim of things but i don't know i think i think she'd be all right I think she could handle herself. I think if we ever have a daughter, and hopefully the world will be very different by the time she's of university age, I would worry constantly. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think about, and I think I would also, also you know... Also, I say handle yourself and stuff and and while i'm saying i'm thinking that mode of thinking is not very helpful because you still have like even if you can physically defend yourself you still got the emotional trauma of things you know so i certainly wouldn't wouldn't wish on her but in the same way i also wouldn't wish like her have to stay at home and be afraid is what i'm saying no and and i don't think she should have to live her life that way either and i think that um I want to I want to give Mert the benefit of the doubt because we've seen because I, I think their love is real mm-hmm. and I think that but it is a worry he he was coming out with 
all of those tropes that you always hope not to hear on this show. That's right. You know, the it's the man has the say and everything. Again, I will just say, we're in very, very strange and, you know, uncharted maybe and, you know, complex territory when we start talking about gender roles here. I, I don't really know how that works. I just want to qualify that st- strange doesn't mean no, no, no. weird. It, no, it no. means it's outside the the norm of what we see depicted on these kind of shows. Well, and, and also just, you know, he's coming at it with a very heteronormative kind of, yes, the man right. does this. And, and, yeah. But it's like, but your relationship already exists outside of that. Right. So it seems really odd to me. But again, what do I know? And and if it's like a voluntary thing between the two of them that, you know, Shane has agreed to take an entirely traditionally female role in their relationship, but I don't think that's happened. I don't think that's happened either. What I will say, what I do think is happening is that there, there are feelings uh, that many men or male identifying folks process more easily as anger that, and women for that matter. Right. Um, we all know someone who is much more comfortable getting angry than she is, uh, being vulnerable or afraid. And I think that that's the emotion that you, that it's easier to be jealous than it is to be scared. Yeah. Right. Um, unless you're, unless you're Mary from 90 day, the other way, in in which case you need some help so before you end up on dateline. Yeah. I, that is a frightening degree of unhealthy jealousy, codependency. Yeah. I, I'm not here to <laughs> diagnose anyone, but that's, but that also expresses his anger. Yeah. yeah yeah of course it does. well yeah. it's the it's 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 a very very deep fear of abandonment that crosses into some other things isn't yeah. it a desire for control when you probably have no control in your life i get it um we're not talking about them uh we're talking about people on 90 to fuck um who is next let's talk about who else was in this episode? <laughs> well, we Should have, we talk about mm-hmm. Robert and Acel? Let's talk about Robert and Acel. Right. Put your hand up. <laughs> um, put your axe-throwing hand up. Mm-hmm. If everyone listening, if not part of like a work trip or... It's been organized by a junior researcher in a production company for a TV show. If you've been axe throwing, I swear those places literally stay in business because producers on TV shows need, ad- need a location to film. It. I am going to address this right now. <laughs> I don't even think that that was an axe throwing place. I think that was a student. No, for real, because I don't remember seeing any signage or anything. It looked like they were in the back of a studio. Like they just but went the, to. The guy was. Because there was the guy, right, who gave the scores. He was the archetypal guy who works in an axe throwing place guy. Okay. Or he was out of central casting. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, I didn't see any. Well, maybe there's a reason they can't have windows. I just saw a lot of. <laughs> I just saw a lot of black brick wall and exit signs and black curtains. And when I see that, the first thing I think of is, oh, that's a studio, right? Or a massage Rubber parlor. Well, you would know more about that than me. Um, there's a very easy answer here, and and again, despite what some people think uh, another pernicious rumor that is absolutely not true is that uh robin and i don't have any credentials or or don't know what we're talking about robin was a tv producer Mm. for years and he was a a critic before that but in the days before axe throwing was really a thing right but 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 we did plenty of like novelty locations for photo shoots and interviews like the number of people i had to interview on the london eye or at a bowling alley there were fewer restrictions is what i'm saying about about filming i mean we've heard about productions I, i i've even worked on a production where they could not, and you know that I, I'm guessing that the most used part of London to film in is is Hoburn and Gray's Inn and those kind of places, right? Bayswater. Bayswater too. Like the number sure. of shoots I've done at the All Star Lanes Bowling Alley on Queensway. I used to live right next door to that. Yeah. Literally next door. Yeah. Like the ne- the next door they, over next they to would, Cafe Anglais. Yeah, they'd let anyone film Yeah, there, exactly. You know? So probably, probably Glasgow's getting pickier about who films where and yeah. for how long and at what time of year. But leaving the the kind of you know the the slightly fraudulent location um like we thought it would good be a good idea no you didn't the producer said we're going here today because we couldn't film anywhere else um but leaving that aside it's not a great place is it it's, at first it's a terrible place to go for a date because you know if you think that like mini golf or crazy golf as we call it here is going to lead to arguments between couples because one is always better than the other and someone always feels low axe throwing is way worse because I guarantee you never get, like, two people in a couple who are both good at throwing axes. I'm more like, how is anyone over the age of 35 able to do that for a long period of what, time? What, to lift and throw the axe yeah, like I get, without putting their back out? I get on The Bachelor or something <laughs> where it's all a bunch of, you know, 20-year-olds right. who can throw their the axe over the do that repetitive motion I, for for me i'd be done after like well, half an hour and I, i'd pay for it for the next five days i feel that a, a cell is adept with all kinds of weaponry right oh like, sure i i feel that she's in extremely good shape like she could backflip along a room and like break your neck with her thighs she's like her out of blade runner yep yeah um who was that sean young how dare you? Shit, my brain's gone. Well, first of all, yes, Sean Young was in Blade Runner, but she wasn't that one. You're thinking of Daryl Hannah. It was Daryl yeah. Hannah, yeah. Um, but I think, you see, I look at Robert and I see a middle-aged man in Lycra. Do oh, you, you think he's a mammal? I think he's a mammal. I think he rides his bike a lot. I think he's a bike rider. He looks he looks like a lycra man. So you think under that thin layer of polyester yeah. 
there's some serious muscle under that pale fish-like skin, translucent skin. No, absolutely. I mean, he lifts the shirt and you can see his internal organs, like, beating. (laughs) Like those fish you get in dentist receptions, you know. (laughs) You know those little see-through fish? Yes, yeah, Yeah. we all do. Um, Do they have them, like, in dentists that you've been to? I used to see them only exclusively in dentist reception. Areas. I'm surprised that you've been to a dentist, to be honest. <laughs> um, so I, I think that, that Rob... That not being a particularly big presence in, in British life. Ha ha, uh, it's ha, a joke, ha. it's a stereotype. So I think Robert's probably quite flex. And I, I think his daughter is young enough that she could probably throw an axe without putting her back out. I think it's all right. All right, so now that we've gone through everyone's <laughs> musculature yeah. and bloody awful idea though, strength in <laughs> I look, I didn't I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention to the axe throwing. The the relationship it's between Asel and Robert doesn't make me uncomfortable because nothing is better to me than a white heterosexual man getting humbled. Right. Um, nothing he, is better. I think he won though, didn't he? No, I'm, I'm saying you stopped listening. Oh. Uh, I, I said, we're not going to talk about the ax throwing anymore. Oh, okay. And I said, their relationship doesn't bother me. His relationship with the cell, oh, I see the power dynamic in their relationship oh, doesn't yeah, the, bother me at just all. Just the absolute brutality with which is a joy. It's, it's so such much good fun. TV. I, such good fun. Like I said before, I'm I'm an Anfisa apologist. I'm an I'm also an Acel apologist. As long as she keeps the burns coming, I'm here for it. Yeah. Shit. By the way, Acel's going to say some mean things about Scotland. <laughs> it is only a matter of time. I can't believe that she hasn't. She already. comes from Kazakhstan, where it's also pretty cold. I don't think she'll be complaining much about the weather. Um, I think she'll complain about a few things. Um, tell me, would you rather eat a, was it turkey and cranberry pierogi? Yeah, delicious. Or a saveloy? Uh, mm, okay, if it's ground turkey or turkey mince, as mm. they say in this country, you, you do know not do turkey I, mince. I can't. I'm not much of a meat eater to begin with, mm. but I, every Thanksgiving... You're not after today's episode. Every Thanksgiving, I try in vain to persuade you and Alfie and anyone who will listen to combine turkey with cranberry, and nobody ever does. turkey and cranberry. So, all right, well, I, then I'm furiously gaslit every year. So, we don't do progies over here. Um, and while, you know, there's plenty of Polish people in this country, I don't know. I always got the feeling that pierogies sort of crossed over more in the States. I feel that everyone sort of eats Pierogies are really good. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever had a pierogi. Well, they are dumplings. Mm. And I don't think I've, I mean, I haven't had to look for it mm. previously, but I know I, if I went I'd to certainly a... be willing to try a gluten-free pierogi. Yeah. 
provided that, but they usually have pork in them yeah. or something like that, you yeah. know? So it's not really, it's, it's those, not. Those ones, are they supposed to be that sort of pale and slimy? I'm not going to have that. <laughs> you and I al- already came to blows over this earlier. They didn't look I good. think that if somebody cooks for you, yeah, yeah. the least you can do, yeah, yeah. you don't have to eat it. Mm. You don't have to. No, you don't have to eat it. Okay. You do not have to eat something that you don't want to eat, okay. whatever age you are. It's polite to try it, mm-hmm. but if you don't like it, you don't have to eat it. The least you can do is show some gratitude that they cooked it. Yeah, because we did, all know what happens when you don't. Did she not a bit? I mean, she did try it and she said the right words, which were, she actually said the words, it's not for me. But thank you. She did. Say- I said that. What? I said she should have said it's no, not no. for me, but thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she did say it. No, she did. She did. She did. Because I remember thinking at the time, oh god, she she actually just said the thing that Michelle says she should say. That was a bit like she sells seashells on the seashore. She you did. heard it here first. She did say it. This is a Dateline episode waiting to happen, and you're all (laughs) witness to it. She said it. There's no way she said it. She said it. Look, I don't understand getting into a relationship with someone who is not interested in being a parent when you have a child. I'm unclear. She's 16, isn't she? So she's not quite... I, I thought she was 16, but I she also, she also seems like, like a college student. Maybe she's going to sixth form in London or something. I assume her mum lives in London. She, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm That's what I'm thinking. But she's got the demeanour of a kid who's left home to go to like university. Right, but she doesn't, she doesn't need raising. No. However... I don't understand dating someone who has said sort of point blank, my relationship with your kid doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it doesn't work. Especially if you plan on having... He needs to wait a few years for her really to not be around. But even then, like she's got to be able to come and visit for fuck's sake. But he said, you know, if we have... I think he even said when we have more children, I'll want Arwen to be... A part of their lives. Don't have children. So don't do it. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. Do please it. don't. <laughs> well, uh, she was working on her computer in the world, right? Yeah. What do you think she was doing? Do we know? Yeah, she's she does something. Look, I don't know. I, I she's a hashtag boss babe, and the. S's or dollar signs or something like that. <laughs> okay. She talks she talks a lot about ambition, ambition and success and drive. And, career. and it, she uses all of those words and that I don't particularly like, which is why I don't I I like Anfisa more. Yeah. Because Anfisa quite plainly is just said, venal. I'm not I'm not working. working. Yeah. Forget that. Yeah. 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 So it seems to me she's what Natalie would be. If Natalie was like well, I think if Natalie wasn't a pile of raw nerves, yeah, yeah, who couldn't help say what she feels in every given moment, a cell gives nothing away, <laughs> and she never will. The weird thing is, 
I, do, I don't get why, and Arwen said this, and this this math wasn't mathing for me either. I don't really think that Robert is A, particularly wealthy, or no. B, someone who I would brag about. And I'll do. I'm, I'm sure he's a nice... I'm sure he's a nice man. Yeah, there was know? a thing that there was a mention that he was like bragworthy in some way. Yeah, that she was just using him so that she could say he had that. Sorry, that Asel could say, "Oh, I have a, a Scottish, Scottish boyfriend, yeah. and he buys me things and whatever." So I, I look. It's possible that he's sitting on a lot of money, and and maybe they've gone on holiday together, and he's splashed out. Then I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm not seeing it. He he certainly isn't a man of refined tastes. Even if he has a large bang balance. No. no. And look, I dated a very wealthy Glaswegian. Um, At what age is it no longer acceptable <laughs> to have a video gaming chair? I'm interested in why you cut me off where you did. Just no need to talk about Rexus. <laughs> no, I just wanted to move it along. Um, what age? Are you trying to stop me from saying something that will get us in trouble again? Because no, no. all I was going to say is that the wealthy Glaswegian that I dated was not born into wealth. Uh-huh. And he made all his own money and he was still, uh, shall we say, not somebody who burned cash. All right. I'm not saying that that's a trait or a stereotype, no. an ugly, wrong stereotype right. of Scottish men. Awful. But are Scottish men not stereotypically thought of as being perhaps a bit thrifty when it co- or perhaps a bit mean with their money when it comes to spending? Is I'm- that not a popular Yet, unwarranted stereotype. stereotype of Scottish men. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. I, I just wanted you to agree with me on that very wrong stereotype that is still commonly held. Right. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's that's why I... D- the, the reason I'm taking this so far is because you're not agreeing with me and you're making me feel like I'm crazy. I'm agreeing with you. No, I'm I'm just saying it's not the first thing that you would point to as, like, if you're going to tell people, I have this man who lavishes things on me, I don't know that you're fishing in the right pool for that in terms of them, the optics being such, they would go, ooh, we all want one of those. That is all I'm saying. And those optics are myopic and unwarranted. As as optics often are, as stereotypes against the against the Scottish often are, often are. Um, is he too old for a <laughs> chair? I don't know. I'm surprised I... she lets him. I would have thought the first thing that she would have done would be, "You need to throw away toys." I thought. I was surprised that he's still in his Well, what else is he going to do? Talk to her all day? (laughs) I don't know. I'm just surprised. I would be... Look, I... It's for small boy, not... 
I'm not a video game person. I've never been in a relationship with a video game person. I have no opinion on that. I have no judgment one side or the other. I would... It, but again, it's not my chosen activity. I don't like it. My spatial awareness is terrible, as you well know, as Indeed. we, as comes up every single week when you tell me where to put the microphone <laughs> and you get frustrated with me because my spatial awareness is terrible. Um, so it's not something, and I'm, I get nauseated very yes. easily. You don't get nauseous. I get nauseated. I am easily nauseated by little, rapid, unpredictable movement. Little grammar lesson for you all. And I say it not to teach, but so that you can be superior. <laughs> when you're talking to other people, you can be like, <laughs> um, if, if Jake from Reality Gaze is listening to this, you will he'll look, love it. He'll enjoy this one. You know how people say, oh, I'm feeling really nauseous. That means you're making everyone else sick. To be nauseous does not mean you are feeling sick it means that you bring out the feeling of sickness in others the word is nauseated thank you for that i just want to move on for (laughs) my fellow emetophobes (laughs) that we 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 don't over index well i don't know that we can do that because if there was a vomi scene in this week's episode (laughs) i'm afraid let's just get it over with 
who are really yes somebody got really upset people got upset i can't remember who it was and anyway my position on this is that to not shame a culture i've i personally put that above the taking of a life of an animal if you are a meat eater so if you are a meat eater that is a moral reckoning you've already been through i think to have not done it would have been unacceptable but it is a very very unpleasant dilemma to be put in yeah fair fair dues yeah Uh, i could not do it but i cannot condemn him for it no, 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 no. I, and I don't have, <sighs> look, animal welfare is very important to me. I love animals. Make of that what you will. I, it would be my preference not to participate in any kind of animal sacrifice, but it's certainly not my place to comment on whether somebody else should do that as part of a ritual that's hundreds of years old, that's, uh, you know, part of the fabric of their culture. Right. And and this goat was going to be eaten. I mean, it wasn't just sacrifice for the sake of killing, you know, it's, yeah. It doesn't, and even, look, even if it wasn't, it's, they, they, it's it's not for me to say. No. I don't I don't want to get into the area of commenting on things that I don't know anything about and that is not that are none of my business. Um what did you think of do you think do you think it was dad or granddad who was the silent man in the shades who may or may have not been asleep? I think that's his dad. Arms crossed I on think. the sofa. I yeah. Think. Yeah. We've not but we've not he was there. No, but he's not like spoken to the camera, has he? He's no. I think he's very smart for doing that. <laughs> yeah. He's the strong but silent type. I think he has made a very wise decision not to opine proper geezer. On yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael's dad is the taxi driver you do not disagree with. I feel, <laughs> you know, where they're, they're coming up with some unsavory opinions about things. You disagree with them, but you just nod and hope that you get to your destination. It's the feeling that we get when we see an arsenal, uh, like, keychain in the mirror of a taxi, right? Just keep quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't talk. Don't go that. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the whole dowry process? Uh, the beer is confirmed. We'd seen it before. I I love... That's the kind of drama I love. <laughs> I love people who she doesn't really know or have real relationships with getting up in her business. That's what non-blood-related uncles are for. Yeah. They are to cause drama around your weddings, yeah, it's and brilliant. I'm here for it. I, I liked it. It was like... I have eyes on the soda. (laughs) (laughs) I and my team have determined. (laughs) Uh, Um, It was a little bit like, you know, when you do like an online grocery order and you sort of like, did did the cucumber come? (laughs) Or like when Alfie unpacks the shopping. 
and we've had it delivered. And then we find whatever was missing weeks later. Yeah, like weeks later, and it's like far too late to sort of, you know, say that never came. It's but, with the, but it's, we have to go through that because nothing gets put away in the right place. So I'm like, Alfie, did, we, did the Cheerios come? He's like, yeah, the Cheerios. And they're like in the dog bowl or something, <laughs> you know. They're in the bathroom cabinet. Or they're in the, they're in his um, wardrobe where yep, he keeps yep, yep. the cutlery. That's where, yeah. I found so many bowls and oh it's gonna get worse he's not supposed to eat in there that is how you get ants i'm gonna make him sacrifice a goat i'm not (laughs) i'm not look um but i rather enjoyed the dowry thing i was glad that it all worked out i was glad that michael went through that it was pretty horrible for him but you know different parts of the world different in it you know I like Michael. I like Michael. I think he's sound. I think he's sound too. As the kids would say. Yeah. He also, I liked in the moment he stood up to Tubbs last week. You know? Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah. Um, that's not a weight thing, by the way. He looks like a character called Tubbs from the League of Gentlemen. He was essentially a pig person. With a pig person, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Michael was like, uh, it's a bit racist, mate, and I'm not having it. And and, and I like him for that. I, I think he is probably pretty damn decent. I do feel that Marcy... <laughs> Mercy. Uh, he says Marcy, and it does my head in. Um, I feel that Mercy we spoke about this last week like what is exactly a scam in this context where i don't think she loves him i think that she made an honest mistake Mm. in taking things too far and getting too involved and as has happened to me in the past their cultural differences were sufficiently large that he understood their relationship to be something completely different than it was. Yeah. And now it's kind of too late. And now she understands that she has to go through with it. And she She gets to Clapton Clacton. She's not staying long. It's not going to work. No, but the worst part is I think she's going to make it his fault instead of acknowledging that she had any part of it. And that makes me really sad. She could do it really gracefully. She could be like, you know what? I sort of, not that I led you on, but I'm not ready for this. I've made a mistake. Yeah, because she's not. And she has. She's not. She's very, she seems very young. Um, I mean, she's 28. He's 37. But totally different stages she in is life. a young 28 she too. really is yeah yeah all right let's move on um the one the only oh boy chicken man i can i recommend yes well yeah um jose is not the one the only chicken man um there is another chicken man in my life at the moment who i am obsessed with you will find him on tiktok you will find him on youtube he is called mr chicken and mr chicken does cover versions of popular songs um with rubber chickens like jose had right Mm -hmm. and 
I really want to play some through, but I'm not going to do it because if you've got a dog, it will go completely scatty and children will go scatty and you'll probably crash if you're driving your car. But please pull over safely. Go on, go on. Oh, you missed the turning. Come on, come on. There, pull over and listen first. I think I would start with um, the Rubber Chickens version of Don't Speak by No Doubt. Then I would... <laughs> Then I would do Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer, and then I would do Aretha Franklin's R.E.S.P.U.C.T. Um, but there are many, I mean, O Fortuna is pretty extraordinary as well. These rubber that chickens. That is incredible. That is yeah. It is so funny, it makes me sweat. I actually sweat when I watch these videos. They're so good. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's impossible not to be happy when you're looking at they are, it. Honestly, it is like, it's the greatest. I've just said that when the frog joins in and wake me up before you go, go. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get back to All Louise right. and Jose. So, look, um, I'm going to call it like I see it. I think that when you try to cheat the system, mm, the system cheats you. You will not always beat the system. Nice. Hey, Dan, our friend Dan, um, who is uh, who last season was our expert on all things immigration. Um, Dan, by no means you have to do it, but I want you to know that you we, we love you. And if you have any input on this, do come at us. Yeah. Um, because we, we want to know your recommendations of whether it's a good idea <laughs> to fly like 20 minutes apart from your partner and pretend when you're going through immigration or if it's a bad idea to do that yeah cousin hit us up yeah please cousin <laughs> come on cousin. cousin dan cousin dan um we i suspect it's a bad idea i used to have to do it professionally um can i talk about this i don't think you should <laughs> let's let's not no. just okay Okay, okay. Wait for me to get my passport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, here is not here's what's not a good idea. Well. Uh what's not a good idea is marrying someone mm. and then having them come over on a tourist visa when well. uh it's even if they're only going to be over for 3 months because it, la migra immigration is going to think that you're, you're going to overstay. You're going that that person is going to overstay. Yeah, they got to track you down. They got to pay for your flight to get back. That's how that works. Yeah, you know, it is. It's it is just a money thing. I need to make this really, really clear. Immigration don't give a fuck if about, you're rich. Yep, sure, it's true. But they don't give a fuck about the number of people coming into this country, right? That's government cares about that, right? And certain people's votes care about that, right? But the the actual immigration departments don't give a shit. That is not their concern. Their concern is that if you overstay, they've got to do the bloody work of getting you out, right? Mm -hmm. And they just can't be asked. It's not fun. It's not fun for anyone. Those dorm raids are not a laugh, you know? So they just want a quiet life. It's and if they think you are going to overstay, they're not going to take a chance. They're not going to let you in. It's that simple. It's awful. And it is awful. The reason that they're miserable is because yeah. it's a miserable it's job. It's a horrible job. Like, like you imagine, no one is ever having the best moment of their life. Like, if anyone's nice to you when you work in immigration, it's because they're scared of you. 
right? But there's no real human interaction. It's bleak. It's a bleak job. No, I, I, and I used to get stopped <laughs> in my younger days uh, at immigration. And it's a very common experience coming into this country, particularly when you are a young lady or female identifying person. Yeah, Heathrow is notoriously difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine it's that way in America. Of course, in my case, I never get, nobody bothers me in America because I'm a citizen. So it's just like. Dallas Airport. Welcome In Washington, that's tough. That is tough. Oh, it's a breeze for me, honey. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the only places where I'm like, I mm. got this. Yeah. But it, that could be because TSA I'm... TSA pre-approved. Actually, you're not TSA pre-approved. No, I'm you? not. No, it you, wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. You can, I don't think you have to pay. I think you have to fly. Um, it's, a, it's slightly different now. Any, anyway, look, no one cares. Yeah. The point is, I, I used to get stopped a lot. Uh, my favorite thing that ever happened was I was coming back. And to be clear, I have had indefinite leave to remain, which is the equivalent of a of a green card yeah. for something like I think since 2013 or 2014, probably. So for for a long time. Yeah. Um, I was coming back from Portugal. And the immigration agent, who was an older gentleman, he goes, he goes, and sorry, guys, I'm not going to do the the accent, but it, it, he goes, you've got a line on your passport. And I said, uh-huh. sorry? Uh-huh. He goes, that, you've got a line on your passport. Someone's drawn a, a black line with a biro. Uh, okay. I, I didn't do that. Yeah. What does it mean? It's this like Robert. It's this immigration officer, Robbie Lewis, Robert Louis Stevens. <laughs> is it, it the black spot? The point is. Does it mean you've been marked for death? The point is. I don't know. You work in immigration. You tell me what right, it bloody means. Some other yeah. immigration officer yeah. put a black line on my passport. Yeah. Never explained what it was, and I'm talking about a pen mark, you guys. Yeah. That went straight. I had no idea what it meant. No idea what it was for. I don't know. I swear they just find reasons to fuck with you sometimes they do. They do. because they like can. I say, they got horrible jobs. But I think it. Come, please come at us if you work in this field, and I don't mean it nastily. But I think when, there are some jobs where you sort of see the worst of human beings, and you have to be tough, and it's horrible. And I think. After a while, it actually does turn you into a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. I think. I think. I think being a, a, a prison officer can do the same thing to some people. To some people. They, they start off really good, but it's such hard work. I think it can break some people, right? And it would break me. Um, so, yeah, don't fuck with them. Um, don't mess with them. And also... If you're coming into the country supposedly to be a tourist for three months, and we've seen this before, I think. I, I used to watch those airport shows religiously. I love them. I know, I did too. Like the immigration shows. Really yeah. good. The Australian one is particularly good. Locked up abroad. Oh, so good. Um, you need to have like a list of the touristy things you want to do, right? 
Yeah. You do. Like yeah. they're going to no, ask you absolutely. those questions. So, yep. what are you planning on? They're going to ask you how you, how much money you've got, and can you pay for your, can you support yourself for this amount of time? All mm-hmm. those questions, right? But also, if you're coming over on a tourist visa, what are you going to do while you're here? What's the touristy stuff you're going right. to do while you're here? What do you think his answers would have been? <laughs> do you think he prepared for it in any way? No, I think I think our pal Louise thought that she. I thought she was, I think she thought she was really doing something. <laughs> really and, clever. And yeah. getting away with it, but. A little bit like Sean and, uh, what was her name? Um, Blonde Lass last Victoria. year. Sean and Victoria last year with the Eurostar when he got held up, you know. It's like, come on, you just don't do that. But that but, does, do you remember, um, I've forgotten her name already, but do you, I want to say Jasmine, maybe. Do you remember the French girl who went to Mexico yes. to meet the guy and she actually yes. like was held and he just went on holiday it wasn't anyway? Jasmine, but I know who you What mean. a piece of shit. Yeah, he just had a good time in the world, oh, didn't he? He was on his balcony garbage. drinking his beer and eating his burgers. Yeah. Oh, um, but yeah, like there is no way that your man had like a whole load of tourists. He was just going, I love you, chicken, whenever he's asked any question. It's like... You could just see one hour turning into two, turning into three, turning into four, turning into eight. He'll probably be there for three months. I don't think he said, I love you, chicken. I imagine (laughs) he was very frightened and ill-prepared. And you know what? It's weird. It's weird Um, to have someone... She couldn't have not known that that's what was going to happen. No. And, okay. And, and she couldn't have not known that he is not able to deal, not just because of the language barrier. And we said last week that he sort of has the demeanor of a 14 year old boy, right? Like, and he cries very easily. And that that's, that's fine. Like, I'm not coming at him for that, but he's just, I don't I, like I, the I word immature, but he is. A, I think there's a welfare issue there that's not being explored. I agree. He cannot cope with a situation like that. He really can't. It's horrible, really. It was, it was thoughtless yeah. and irresponsible. Yeah. And, um, it's not that she. <laughs> I, I think she knew that if they went about it the right way, yeah, uh, they would. She would a have to pay a lot of money, and b they would turn them down. She might not get what she because wants because it looks like a fake relationship. You know what I really enjoyed though, because you know how she is like the walking embodiment of computer says no, right? Sure. Yeah, I really loved her talking over the phone <laughs> to someone else who is probably answering her in exactly that way. <laughs> I'm really sorry, but we just can't let him go, and it just is what it is, and you're going to have to wait. Oh, okay, so you're saying I have to wait, are you? Yes, I'm awfully sorry. No, see, I think Roy Kent was on the other end of that line, (laughs) because she said when she mentioned the IBS, the guy went like, ugh. I imagine it's just like... (laughs) <laughs> you know, we got him here. He's locked up and he's never coming out. He's never coming out. <laughs> oh, man. Also, you've got to be really careful when you got IBS and you're flying. You sure do. <laughs> what you don't want to do, like if you really need the loo, 
Rowan's advice corner, never get off a plane and run to the toilet. Mm-mm. They are looking for the people yep. Yep. who go to those toilets quickly, right? Yep. I suspect, bless him, this is another reason he's probably stuck I there. Know. Right? He probably got off that plane because he can't poo on a plane. Can't poo on a plane. He probably got off that long ass flight and sprinted for the Kazi. And they obviously think he's got, you know, yeah. 50 Durexes of the good stuff up his bum. <sighs> it's not good. But I think he does get out. And, and annoyingly, the trailers, I wish they wouldn't do this when they sort of spoil it. Because we've seen the scene with her kid. Yeah. So we think he does get into the house. And I, I sort of wish I didn't know that. Well, it it could be months later. <laughs> it could be months you know, later. If, and if she had done it, correctly and not wasted her time yeah and you know i i have to say i have cried my way through immigration many times and it is it's a horrific yeah and i don't mean i cried so i could get my way i mean it's absolutely it really doesn't okay (laughs) at least not in my experience but it's it's terrifying and it's an awful thing to go through and she was monumentally selfish now is she my favorite person for all the wrong reasons on this show you do absolutely you do enjoy watching i love you have to you must admit that i really am very good television she is magnificent television and i don't know start the nodding brilliant it but it feels like it feels like a Chris Lilly character. A Chris, or a Catherine Tate character. Well, I don't like Catherine Tate, but uh, she dreams of hitting those high notes, yeah, right? Yeah. That, well, that's why I said Chris Lilly. Because he it's, does hit those high notes. It's got to be, it's that level yeah. of so, so, like in in acting and directing, you talk about specificity, yeah. right? And anyone who's been to an acting class or an improv class will, will know you you know, you talk about choices and object work and, and things like that and being deliberate. Yeah. And, and in your bad actor will be like, I've got a limp, right? But she's chosen these defining characteristics. She hasn't chosen them. She has them that are so unique to her and yet so universal at the same we, time. Like we it's all incredible. know her. And the, we and the weird thing is that, and this I admire about her because I feel like I I shouldn't, I don't feel great about slagging her off, but I do, I do think. I don't feel that bad. I do think she's one of life's uh, people who thinks that things happen to her rather than that she might be the root cause of some of the things that have occurred in her life. For sure. And yeah, sure. I, you didn't try to cheat the process. No. That, by the way, lots and lots and lots of other people are suffering through mm-hmm. um, that you just didn't want to do or couldn't afford at that time or w- whatever. You wanted to have what you wanted when you wanted it, okay? That's not a good enough reason huh. to put someone through that, okay? There's a way you do this. And again, Cousin Dan, do come at us. The way you do this is you apply for the spouse of Lisa and you fucking wait. Yeah. Just like everyone else yep. has to. Sorry. Sorry anyway anyway what what i was impressed by is that 
she didn't go boss level Karen I on know. immigration. I couldn't believe it. She was it. completely calm. But game knows game. <laughs> she, think, she knows how it would go i think you're probably right yeah. i think at some i do think at one point she was talking to i said roy kent i meant ray winstone oh right well same yeah thing. sorry but it's a it's a similar useless speech pattern right you um fucking muppet yeah 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 uh sorry i went to a place there <laughs> forgive me um she <laughs> I, I totally forgot what i was saying all my marbles they're on the floor she wasn't speaking to a roy cat or a she, roy was, she, she wouldn't have been speaking she would have spoken to at least seven people yeah. throughout that time and i promise you that each subsequent person had no idea what the person before them said <gasps> oh my god and gave her a completely different story yeah and you have to go through your story yep. again, again, and again, and again and again and again and again and again yep. but at some point yeah she was she was absolutely talking to someone who would have said to her you know what? We've got him here, right? Look, love, you might as Look, well. Love. There's really no point in hanging Go around. Home. Go home. Have a cup of tea, yeah? Yeah. Because inevitably she will have been talking to someone who would have said to, to her, we can't do nothing for you, okay? And if you're me in that situation, because I'm a dick, <laughs> I'm like, you can, you're choosing not to. <laughs> That's what I do. Because, like, what's the male equivalent of Karen? Kevin. Yeah. I, I can be a bit of a Kevin in those situations. But the truth is, there's loads you can do. You just don't want to. Um, but rarely does that work. Um, and if you're my mother talking to that woman and you're, the, you're that woman, your eyebrows have been singed off through the phone. Yeah. And you, you know, people will... talk about like exploding batteries in phones. They used to be this big thing, like <laughs> Samsung's blew up. It's just your mum on the line. <laughs> my mom is incredible, and I admire. Yeah. She's my no, hero. Ser- no, but she really is yeah. because she has a way yeah. of getting things done that's not without complaining, without it. It's it's surgical yeah. precision, yeah. and she should teach classes. And if she wrote a book or had the patience to do that she would make millions if she was your dentist and she asked you is it safe you would have an answer (laughs) (laughs) you would have a bloody you listening hoffman you'd have an answer we should leave it there Mm -hmm. i i hazard to say a bit i've got some mr chicken videos to watch that's correct bitty 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 bit of housekeeping first of all thank you everyone um for listening uh i i'm not gonna retread things that i have said elsewhere but um i am going through a difficult time in my bereavement journey and my mental health in general journey i'm sorry to use that word but i i can't think of a better one at the, the present only time. place you're not allowed to use it is during wedding ceremonies in maths okay that's fine uh i 
your support means the world to me. Please reach out. I am not the kind of person that gets so many DMs that I'm not going to reply. I love hearing from you. It means the absolute world to me. You don't have to tell me how great I am. You can tell me that you disagree with me about something. Just reach out. You know, we, we, care we want to hear what you think yeah no point do this into the void uh blighty day fiance at gmail.com at blighty day on yep, the socials on Instagram and twitter yep yep um and you know just pop around for a cup of tea yeah in addition to that if you want to support us, if you want to throw us a couple of shekels, if you've got some rattling around in your pocket, visit us on Patreon at patreon.com slash blighty day. You will get this with none of those ads. None of the ads. None of those ads and a little um, bit of extra as and when we can. Now, you might be wondering, what happened to the coverage of the other shows? Uh, we are putting the majority of our time and energy into this one. Again, I am not very well uh as we have capacity to do more we will do more yeah. a lot of that it, it would help to have your support um because we what we really need is an editor and someone who can take care of the stuff that uh yeah, i can't do on my own don't be lovely and say that you'll do it for free because people should get paid for their work so um but but we God, what a gorgeous bunch of people you are. But, yeah, really yeah. and truly. And thank you to everyone who either shared or donated to my friend Mark. Yes. Um, it's, it, there is, until tomorrow, Monday, at 8.30 a.m. local time, this is my friend Mark, who, for reasons entirely out of his control, um, cannot graduate from his psychotherapy degree without raising a, a specific amount of money. Um, he gets to keep whatever you donate. So every little bit helps. It's not the kind of model where it all goes back. Um, it's on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, the link is in the show notes. Um, it really means the world to me. He's such a lovely person. And I'm, as I said, in a previous post, I'm reasonably certain I can get him to read a Love After Lockup or 90-day monologue of your choice in his outrageous Parisian accent. <laughs> um, I'm sure he would happily do that for you all. And See, it got to be worth it. Make a donation. Um, we don't do that often. We've only ever done it once before um, where we encourage you all to donate to a wonderful charity institution kinktopia we've done it here like we don't we're not the types people come at you all the time but you know it's this one's no, kind of also, close to our heart because it's sort of immigration related and you know it's it's it, it's in our it's in our wheelhouse well we encouraged people for um cousin dan's partner as well right who's um who had to go to australia for I, I I won't go into it. I'll just say we love you. I don't know that you want to be identified at this time, but it look our cousins are our cousins. Our family is our family. You are all family, and we care about you very deeply. And yeah. you have shown how much you care about us. Yeah. This week in particular, mm -hmm. it hasn't gone unnoticed or unappreciated. Nope, nope, nope. Right, they've all got homes to go to. I got him to pull over to watch some Mr. Chicken videos. They're stuck on the side of the road. Go home. It's over. <laughs> we will 
See, See you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.